What's happening, weirdos? Happy Friday. It's We Made It Weird. Do not despair. Valerie is here. Valerie is with us. She just, uh, we have tight time. <laughs> Sounds like I'm lying. Uh, it was a tight time. Tight time. So we only had an hour and then she had to run. And now I'm doing the intro by myself. But we're so glad you're here. I loved this chat. We really got into it. We had some laughs like we always do. And if you like the show, you guys know this by now. We really, 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 really appreciate it. If you try one of these promo codes, uh, it helps support the show very directly. And as you know, we only take sponsors of things that we actually use and actually love. Try a Pete's pick. Uh, Like Ned. Ned is a purveyor and a supplier of wonderful hemp CBD products that I love and swear by, especially when it comes to managing stress. And as much fun as the holidays can be, stress is also a part of it. For me, the music, the lights, the trees, yes, it's fun. And yes, it kind of sends me back into my childhood body, mind some trauma, remembering how, how tense those times could be growing up. So I like to have my favorite plant ally on my side and at the ready, which is CBD. And Ned is my favorite purveyor of CBD in the world. CBD, uh, just a little clear clarification up top, doesn't get you stoned. It doesn't get you high. I like to say it's happy juice. Just puts like an, a little invisible smile behind your face, makes you a little bit quicker to laugh, a little bit uh, ease into your body in ease and flow into whatever it is you're trying to do. And Ned is USDA certified organic. All of Ned's full spectrum hemp oil is extracted from certified organic hemp plants grown by an independent farmer named Jonathan in Peonia, Colorado. They take it seriously. It's not a thousand acres of GMO corn and then a little patch of hemp. These guys are serious. These products are science-backed. This is not woo-woo. It's nature-based solutions that offer an alternative to prescription and over-the-counter drugs. And for me, that's one of my favorite things about it. Instead of going to, uh, you know, maybe an Advil or a Tylenol, I like knowing that I have something plant-based that gets me feeling better when I need it. Their products are chock full of premium CBD and have a full spectrum of active cannabinoids, terpenes, flavonoids, and trichomes. Things that I can't pronounce (laughs) or understand entirely, but I know make me feel fantastic. They have the science to back it up. Ned's full spectrum hemp oil nourishes the body's endocannabinoid system to offer functional support for stress, sleep, inflammation, and balance. And they have a brand new product, which has been in development for over a year, which I have tried and I absolutely love. It's called their De-Stress Blend. This is a one-for-one formula of CBD and CBG, which is made from the world's purest full-spectrum hemp and features a botanical infusion of ashwagandha, cardamom, and cinnamon. CBG is known as the mother of all cannabinoids because of how effective it is at combating anxiety and stress by inhibiting the reuptake of GABA, the neurotransmitter responsible for stress regulation. Ashwagandha is an American Ayurvedic adaptogen that enhances your body's resilience to stress, and cardamom and cinnamon cinnamon (laughs) have a delicious taste. Uh, adding that to the de-stress blend, but also have wonderful uh, support to your gut health 
and your mental health, also combating stress and helping reduce blood pressure and cortisol levels. Ned has full transparency and shares their third-party lab results, who farms their products, and their extraction processes all right there on the site. And Ned CBD products have over 2,000 five-star reviews, and they work with some of the top medical names in the field. And now, for the holidays, you made it weird, listeners. Weirdos get 20% off Ned products with the code WEIRD. And when you spend more than 150 bucks, Ned is throwing in free gifts with every order. That's helloned.com slash weird to get access. H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D dot com slash weird to get 20% off plus free gifts with orders over $150. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering weirdos a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. Next up, let's talk about SEX. I'm talking about sex. Imagine the best orgasm or sex you've ever had. Now imagine that it could be even better with products that were designed to naturally enhance sexual pleasure and give you access to bigger and better orgasms solo or with a partner. Enter Foria. Who is Foria? Foria is using all natural and plant-based ingredients to intensify sexual pleasure and relieve discomfort. Foria has a serious, serious cult following with tens of thousands of people who have had their sex lives transformed through using their products. Val and I are two of those people. We're talking about more embodied orgasm. We're talking about more embodied sex. These are wonderful, wonderful allies in the bedroom. They actually, this is a real testimonial. People are talking about having sex that makes them climax to the point where they see sound and hear color. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good endorsement right there. Sex that makes you see sound and hear color. Foria makes products that will transform your sexual pleasure, especially if you have a vagina or love someone that has a vagina. Foria products are made to help women and people with vulvas fully experience their sexual pleasure from heightened orgasms to more sexual comfort. Foria's bestseller is Awaken Arousal Oil. Val and I have tried that. It is an ultimate pleasure Pre-game, what is an arousal oil? Awaken is like a juicy warm-up that helps you get really turned on, increasing your pleasure and deepening your orgasms, like I said up top, with a partner or solo. Look, we've all been in quarantine. Let's up our solo game. You understand? So yes, you have my permission to try this. I fully endorse you to go ahead and treat yourself to more deeper, fuller pleasure wherever you can find it as often as possible and you can start with a bottle of Foria. Foria is offering a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash weird or use code weird at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash weird for 20% off your first order. I recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil and their Sex Oil. That is a match made in heaven. You will thank me later. Last but not least, the old standby. <laughs> We've been working together for years. Currently, I am wearing pink. Pink me undies. Guess what? It's officially winter wonderland outside your window, or maybe just inside your mind if you live here in California. And what do you want to do when it gets chillier than a snowman's cheeks? 
Well, you want to bundle up with layers and layers of comfy goodness. So we've been waiting for this. Spread the cozy vibes to literally anyone in your life with me undies. They've got super soft gifts for everyone near and dear to your heart. And while you're at it, why not get a little something something for yourself too? You deserve all of the comfy things. Val and I both heard about MeUndies years ago on other podcasts. We thought maybe it could be as good as people say. Turns out it is. I love their undies. I love their onesies. I love their PJ lounge pants. I am a cuddle person. I am a snuggle person. I'm a cozy person. And MeUndies has definitely upped my cuddle cozy snuggle game for real, for real. I love the patterns. I love the fit. And I want you to get them in your life. So get your festive on with the new MeUndies holiday collection featuring classic plaids you know and love and sweater-inspired prints that will quickly become favorites. Their undies, loungewear, and sleepwear are made out of soft, breathable, stretchy fabrics that are ideal for sitting fireside with loved ones and chatting about life over a cup of hot cocoa. Whatever you decide, everyone will be rolling into the new year comfier than before. Available in sizes extra small through 4XL, MeUndies has a little something for everyone on your list. MeUndies has a great offer for you too, weirdos. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping right to your door. Your days of fighting for your life in the mall parking lot are officially over. So to get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash weird. That's MeUndies.com slash weird. All right, everybody. This is We Made It Weird. Let me see. This is number 66. I'm so glad you're here. Let's start it. Let's do it. The only stand-up date is December 14th at Largo here in Los Angeles. Go to Largo-LA.com. Because it's the holidays, I might even be giving away some stuff that I have from the old Pete Holmes show set just because it's time to declutter and there are people that might be more excited to have it than I am. Uh, So that might be a fun thing I do at that show and it'll be packed with wonderful, wonderful stand-up. So hopefully to see you, uh, hopefully we'll see you on December 14th. In the meantime, get into it. Welcome to two foggy, foggy motherfuckers. Two, two mother, two, two foggy. <laughs> this is the evidence. Welcome to, Welcome two, to two, two, two foggy motherfuckers. Welcome to two, two foggy motherfuckers. Foggy fog, the fog, the fog's rolling in. The fog, the fog, the fog's rolling in. Is there anything worse? Then some like a sing along and like one person's trying to get a new part started and they're like the fog they're kind of putting their hands up like the fog the fog the fog's rolling in <laughs> but that that moment before the group agrees it's just one person I know exactly You're what right? you mean and I don't know how I don't know Wait, how what I situation know. What? have we no. been in church. Yeah. It's got to be church. It's, it's like, church. JP, JP, he's raising up the word. JP. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah, JP. What's up, motherfoggers? What's up, motherfoggers? <laughs> Valerie and I are foggy up the fuck, dude. Hot conspiracy take. Moderna booster makes you foggy as fuck for four days. <laughs> like, I don't know if that means it's all fucking crazy out there. What, dude? Or COVID's just a whole lie because oh, I felt foggy for four days. I never got it. I've never had that. <laughs> so... 
foggy. Okay, um, what I'm saying is Val and I got our shoesters. It was, this is the third day. Uh, we got it on Saturday, and it's Monday. Saturday, it's Tuesday. Oh, God. Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, Monday. They, this, this is the fourth, fourth day. day. Okay, yeah. This is not the hard rocking Christian band third day. This is the lesser known <laughs> third day cover band fourth day. Oh, my God. I used to love third day. I used to. He third had day. sounded like Eddie Vedder. We've talked about this before. Oh, boy. I'm going to stop. Hold, hold on. I'm going to stop us. We will not go down the third day rabbit hole. And they did sound like Eddie Vedder. I love that we're not saying they sounded like Pearl Jam. The guitars were not there. No. For just me, the voice. just the vocals. That is true. Um. <laughs> the one, the guitarist from Third Day puts down his favorite podcast. Oh, you know what? There's actually a high likelihood that band members from Third Day listen to this. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a chance. There's a chance. But it is. I did love it, and I bet it holds up. Well, I remember last time we played some Third Day. Oh, we did. But I for our fresh, hot, new, fresh out the oven, fresh, fresh, um, talk about topic (laughs) is we got. Yeah, this is what I'm saying, dude. Like, anyone out there, like, hello, <laughs> is there anybody out there? Like, <laughs> oh, no. Can I just say Pink Floyd is so lame to me? I know, I've never... Money! <laughs> Who played the cash register on money? How many human beings... Okay, I believe that there are a lot of human beings that love the wall. I get it. Yeah, yeah. But how many of you out there, is there anybody out out there? there. (laughs) Um, How many of you out there... Just blink if you can hear me. ...pretended to like the wall in high school. Oh, yeah. That's got to be one of the most pretended to likeable things. I agree. (laughs) Pretendable. Like, you throw on a Led Zepp. I, I believe that you'd be like a chunga da chunga. Oh, I like. Da. I like. Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying chunga da chunga is a little bit more undeniable. Yes. Than is there anybody in me? <laughs> what I'm not. Let me be. I want to be. Uh, uh, I want to be completely honest right now. <laughs> They're great. It's just not for me, and I think it's one of the things that was so specific. That things that are so specific and unique, they just don't age as well. Things that are really genuinely uh, new and novel at the time are going to, you know, just not age as well as as something that's safe and sort of stupid. Mm -hmm. So please, I actually, one of the things I wanted to talk about was like, I just hanging out at work. There's just more, I'm having more conversations with human beings and I'm just noticing like, God damn it bums me out. And I know I do it too because I was sort of just doing it with Pink Floyd. Mm. Like I was kidding. And that's why I want to be really clear. I'm kidding. I remember I took a little bit of uh, a non-specified hallucinogenic drug and I listened to The Wall and I was like, oh my God, who plays the cash register on money? <laughs> like I said my joke, but I meant it. So yeah. of course, yeah. it's great. Of course, it was influential. Of course, it was special. For fun, I'm saying get out of here just for laughs. Yeah. But when I'm in a conversation and I have been, again, just by virtue of being in more conversations with more people, Richard Rohr's point about like, 
most people are addicts. They're just addicted to the way their brains work. Mm -hmm. They're addicted to their own thinking patterns. Mm -hmm. It'll chill me. I'm not overstating it. It like chills me to my bone. Mm -hmm. And what it is, is it's like sort of like drunk dad thinking. Yeah. Like, so hyper-masculine. It can be women too, but like very masculine. And it feels just sort of guarded in this slippery. I'll give you an example. Even though the person who the example is about is a wonderful person. It just was like strangely triggering to me. We're having conversations about like uh, the environment. And this person, again, they might have just been being funny like I was about Pink Floyd. Mm -hmm. But what they were, they were like, I was like, well, you know, uh, making cattle. Cattle and, and pork and, and all the animal products is worse than planes, trains, automobiles all put together, which is just like a crazy fact. And then I was like, and that's why Leonardo DiCaprio is one of the people that like pioneered and, and invested in Beyond Burger. Mm -hmm. Because if you're really into the environment, mm -hmm. the main thing we could do to help the earth, it could be argued, is to eat less, is have less demand for beef specifically. Mm -hmm. And then this person, again, I'm not putting them down, but it just feels so familiar. It yeah. feels like my dad. It feels a little bit like my brother. It feels like every cousin I had in Boston is like, oh, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. Where'd he make that point from his private jet? And you're just like... Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you just want to, I, I just want to give up. I just want to go like, all right. Yeah. All right. And then he was, and then they went on to say, what about Bono? Bono saying we should save the earth, but you know, semi trucks taking his band's equipment to the big show. It doesn't apply to him. Yeah. And you're just sort of like, huh. what it is, is. It's black and white thinking. Yeah, it's throwing the baby out with the bathwater. But disguised as nuanced thinking. That's what makes it uh, particularly devilish. Is it's wearing the costume of sort of like, no, I've actually thought about this more, more than you. Yeah. But it and but it's really just in service of reducing it into like we're fucked. So just eat some steak if you have or whatever it might be. Yeah. Whatever exactly. the position might be, and th and this person didn't have that position. But yeah. then I even said, and boy. I was getting that sort of like child self reversion where mm -hmm. I noticed my heart rate was elevated because mm -hmm. they were being funny, but they they were getting loud mm -hmm. about it in a very Bill Burr way, mm -hmm. you know. And and Bill can do this too. Bill can make my heart rate go up too, sure, uh, where where he gets passionate about a project, uh, a, a point, and you're like, you can't really in your psyche discern between this and a fight. You're just kind yes. of like, this seems like a fight. Uh huh. A hundred percent. This so, is very familiar to me. Of course. <laughs> And I just like tried to calm my breathing, get in the moment, recognize obviously love and, and connection and and also who cares, like nothing nothing's happening. We're just sitting here talking. Yes. So calm down my child's health. I was just sort of like, Yeah, but you know, there's lots of billionaires on private jets that aren't trying to help, you know? Yeah. Or like Bono makes more money doing those concerts that the trucks say and then uses that money to donate to causes that help, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's like a net gain. Yeah. But like you realize then, then we got into electric cars. I'm almost done. I really needed to like talk to you about this. I mm -hmm. need to like unload and I'm almost done. Mm -hmm. Then we got to electric cars and this was the twist that just reminded me that slippery powerless feeling and again it has nothing last time has nothing to do with the person the person is a great person i love the person yeah i enjoy the person i i even thought they made some funny points but like 
we got to electric cars and and they were saying like, well, electric car, the, the, certain cars only have to have a certain mileage. So now they have to make cars lighter than they used to be. And, and now they're not as safe. And then someone else in the conversation was like, well, that's not even true. Like in the 60s, there were like 50 cars that got this miles per gallon. And now there's only three. And cars back then used to be way heavier and more substantial. So I don't know if that's true. But that just gets... Swiped away. Like, that is not heard. No one goes, oh, that's very interesting. I didn't know that. Like, there's no, there's none of that. It didn't get, it, no, it didn't No, get it was not absorbed. That is, that is ex- precisely my point, is that, like, I know I can do this too. Mm. So, of course, this is just a projection of something I don't like about myself that I recognize in my family, mm-hmm. in the style of which I was raised. Mm-hmm. Is like, if someone says something that goes, Actually, that's not true. They don't make cars lighter. The, it used to be that they were very heavy and they got better gas mileage. It's the oil companies yeah. that don't care and they want cars to burn more oil. So they lobby for these. So a good point was made. Yeah. And and this is why I love the spiritual community, uh, although they can get, you know, debatey and, and gnarly too. Mm-hmm. But like, I like stillness. I like, can we just hear that for a second? <laughs> yeah. Can we absorb that? Absorb- and can we be open to like... Now, not just defending our points for the sake of defending them, but to actually receive and, ooh, there's an opportunity here to maybe learn and grow. Yes, and, 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 and be malleable. Yeah. And then I said, well, nothing's safer than a Tesla because I, it's sort of interesting that Teslas are very safe because they don't have engines. This is just something I've heard, which, by the way, this is a conversation of three people just parroting things they've heard. Of course. So we all have to, we should, and this is my point, we should always have some humility. So here's yeah. my humility. I'm saying I might be wrong, but I've heard that because Teslas don't have engines and a lot of front impacts, the engine is what crushes the person in the front seat. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have an engine, it's a safer car. Judah Miller told me that. Mm-hmm. He was like, so they have a different scale for Teslas. They're very safe. They're off the chart safe compared to a car with an engine. Mm-hmm. And I, I said that. And then he goes, they're not safe to the people that can't hear them coming. They're quiet like golf carts. People stepping off the curb getting hit by Teslas. And I'm just like, what, what the fuck just happening? happened? Oh my what? God. Do you hear me? Do you uh, understand what I this mean? This is, I mean, again, no offense to the person that I'm about to reference because he's a very lovely person. This is my the entirety of my first marriage. <laughs> Yeah. This, this is, is exactly where the conversation. It's slippery. <laughs> yeah. and, and what it is, it, I really, I, sorry, I'm very worked up, but it's disguised as thoughtfulness. Yeah. It's disguised as introspective. It's disguised well, as like balanced and weighed. But really, we're all, we're just three idiots at the beach <laughs> playing our boom boxes as loud as we can. Yeah. and. And to me, the spirituality and, and presence and love and, and and what I did during this whole thing was I've been listening to The Power of Now in the car. It's an incredible, incredible reminder for me mm-hmm. is I was trying to get into that, that vibration inside that just is being mm-hmm. and it's joyful. And I, I could find it. I was actually towards the end of the conversation sort of tripping out. And having like a great time. And I was remembering just how important it is to shut your 
fucking boombox <laughs> off. It's insanity. It's insanity. You go like, I like dogs. Well, they're good until they poop on your lawn. Well, cats are good until they scratch your face out. My friend had his face scratched out. Well, that's terrible, but at least modern medicine can save them. Yeah, until the premium comes for your insurance. It's just like never ending. Not just yeah. farting into a tornado. It's diarrhea into a tornado. And then one day you die? Yeah. I can't. I I'm tapping. I'm tapping out. I'm tapping out. I know. I know this exact feeling. In fact, I really got it as you were saying it. I'm like, oh man, this feeling that those kinds of conversations give me, Mm. I feel so grateful that I rarely get it now. But there was a time when I would have it every day. Does one come to mind without, mm. I I don't mean to prompt you into an overshare about a relationship that is best not, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, again, I should, all the disclaimers is like, this might, this might be a quality that other people enjoy. Like, I hope that the person he's with now really gets a lot about out of that kind of conversation. Yeah. Um, but for me, it, I, the, the best one I can think of is, I, I think I've told you about was like, cause he would argue things just to be contrarian. Well, that's the, they're not, they're not safe to the people that get hit by them because they're so quiet. Yes. Well, let's, let, I, I'm going to spare us the after pod anxiety. Let's not yeah, even go into that relationship. But, I'm just saying you understand it. Yes, you recognize and, it. And <clears throat> not just this person. I know the type of person. I have friends like that. And who, you're, you're not wrong. Some people do love it. It's discourse. It's, it's lively. Exactly. It's and, entertainment. And he, and I mean, I don't mind saying like he would get very energized by it like he really was loving it yeah so i there are other people who really love it and those people should be together for an enneagram nine the concept of it would always come down and this was this would happen with my dad too it would always come down to valerie it's my dad too i just have to that's what i said i started by saying it reminds me of like a a boozed up dad yeah Uh, my dad isn't boozed up anymore but i'm just saying like it, it, it's just hyper. Well, it's not, and, and you can say that's not real, and I'll like, oh, They'll just they side shimmy, yeah. And suddenly you're dancing the tango, yeah. Like you're like, but we were just roller skating. Now we're doing the tango. They're, yes. they're controlling the pace. Yes, and and to my my dad's credit, he does does do it at least now in the interest of like. You actually can change his mind, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to work so hard to do it. And and he used to, I don't think he would say this now, but he used to say something that my ex-husband would also say, which is at the end be like, I don't even necessarily believe the things I'm saying. I'm just trying to have, and then I would just get as angry as I possibly get because to mm-hmm. do an Enneagram 9 being like, you forced me to have a confrontation and a disagreement and I hated every fucking minute of it and you were just doing it for sport. Sport. How dare you? (laughs) No, I completely understand. That's why it's, it's like the, the moving away from the here. let, Let me concede again that it is a projection. I'm like, this is especially in comedy 
what I can do yeah. is you you can see two sides, but it's way funnier mm-hmm. to be like it's not even the cadence of 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 it's not safe to the people that get hit by that's like a joke. Yeah, we say that at a comedy club. It's a bit. Yeah, and and probably that's that was the spirit in which the, that the person meant it. Mm-hmm. To me though, I'm just like I've just lost my stomach mm. for like I don't like that sort of uh, dance fight yeah. for fun because it yeah. was fun. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it, it, it wasn't fun for me, per se, in those moments, but I think he, they were having fun. Well, yeah, and there is, this is where we, our, like, key to our relationship, or one of them, is, like, such sweet, gentle communication. There's a a version of that conversation that maybe we would have, or we would have with some of our friends, where you're saying all the same things, but there's such... The language is so much gentler. Bell. Where it just, it's like, yeah, it is safe. I, you know, but something I never even really considered is like, it's so quiet. So then it's like, then there's a kind of an other element of pedestrians and like you right, just change right. the yes. thing yes. to that. And you're like, wow, I never considered that. It's like, right. Yeah. I don't even know if that's a thing. We should look that up. You but know, there's a <laughs> feeling of you're in a maze. And the ground starts to shake and a wall that wasn't there erects. Mm. Like you think you're going towards common ground or understanding. That's it. That's it. And you're like, whoa, this is now a dead end. And then you have the big reveal of like, oh, you were never looking for common ground. Yeah. I thought that's the game we were playing because that's the game I'm always playing. Yes. And you... You were making sure we didn't find That's common right. ground. And it's funny that you said, well, you and I could have had the exact same conversation. Although I think I'd feel safe enough to be like, I, at, at one point in this conversation, I did just go like, uh, you didn't even let me make my point <laughs> or something yeah. because like people just started interrupting or whatever. Or, or like something I used to say, it doesn't even matter what I say. <laughs> That is hilarious. Oh, it doesn't even matter what I say. <laughs> well, that is, you know, as much as I'd like to think that I can hover above my life, you know, in my life, but also have another quiet sort of spiritual blissful perspective. It's funny how like not acknowledging, not listening. Like if you want to, I'm going to say trigger and I mean it sincerely. If you want to trigger me, uh, be loud be obstinate mm. um, and don't listen to me. Mm-hmm. And I will just want to walk away. Because mm-hmm. the thing that you were saying, uh, something made me think of the volume of it. I just, I just couldn't, like, I don't really, mm. again, I know I can get loud, mm-hmm. but there's like a, there's like a, I don't know. You say something Blah, blah, blah is good. And it's like, it's not good for the blah, 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 the blah, blah, blah. And you're like, ah. Yeah, like, it just feels like a, there's like like a, a little poke with a, one, uh, like a stick with the spear at the end of it. And like, what? Yes. <laughs> and really, like, I guess what I'm saying is like. A spear, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, a, a stick with a poke at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we are feeling those boosties. I guess, and like, I don't mean to give Leonardo DiCaprio a pass. Maybe he does fly on private jets. I would be it, really it's, surprised, it's but maybe like, he does. It's like the woman that Leo, uh, Leo championed. I, I'm bad at news and culture. Mm-mm. The young, the young oh, girl. Yeah. Um, Greta something. Greta Gerwig. <laughs> no. Greta Gerwig, the environmentalist. But like, 
people had the same sort of knee jerk, like, oh, they're having a meeting about the environment on Leo's private island. And that just really reminds me specifically of my brother when he was a teenager. I don't know if my brother's still that way. I I think he's softened and he's a beautiful person. But there was like a, there's like a, you almost want to go like, we're trying to figure out something that's hard to figure out. And it, There's always going to be a downside to everything. And that doesn't mean it's all bullshit, so let's walk away. Exactly. Yes. Just assume there's a downside. It's nothing is perfect. Life well, is always on the edge that? of death. Everything is nasty. Every step we take is an offense to the atoms that we're just hanging out. And, and this seems like a point that, that, they, that this type of thinking would love. Yeah, it's I like, know. But, then, but it's not... It's but it's not, not about consistency. It's just about using it... And this, again, is projection. It's just using whatever debate strategy is is required so that I don't have to and you don't have to change or do anything. And then at the end, there's this smoke screen of like, but I don't even care, which you're saying you had experience with too. At the end, it's like, I don't even get involved in any of this because it's all just nonsense. And you're just sort of like... Then why why did this just happen? Yes, what are we doing here? It reminds me of when... Sorry. It's also... Um, I don't, this sounds like an insult to masculinity. I love masculinity. I'm trying to get more of it in my system. <laughs> um, I don't know. Was that sexual? <laughs> I didn't understand that. I was, I was trying to think of if Leonardo DiCaprio is as influential as like, how many people fit on a commercial airline. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was trying to work out math. <laughs> oh, that's like, the other stinger of these arguments. These yeah. types, other type, these types of arguments. You'll be having it in your head for days yeah. to come if you're yeah. anything like me. But that's not even keep going. Well, I just was going to say it is hyper. To me, it's hyper masculinity with no feminine energy. Where you're just like ding, ding, it's like hard angles and like taking left and like, but what about this and what and like, and there's no actual like flowing, no intuition of like what the other person is saying, no no receiving. Yeah, it's only yeah. output. It's no receiving. It's just hard fucking. I'm not even trying to be yeah. funny. It's yeah. just hard. <laughs> it's like that tenacious D hard fucking. It's just that, and there's and there's yeah. It it really. Again, I'm sort of trying to just, again, concede still a lot of vulnerability that I am a a deeply sensitive person. And if as much as I enjoy comedy and like painting with the brush for fun of Pink Floyd sucks, even though Mm -hmm. I I don't really think that I get really easily rattled when when I don't know, it doesn't it's not real debate nothing is accomplished it is it feels like entertainment yes and and if you don't if that's not your thing and that's yeah. not our thing yeah that's it know. that's exactly it and then I, listening to go no i was just gonna say i i really enjoy that you're the same as me in that i think it's super key yeah it come you know i remember telling bill burr about rob bell we were talking about hell and Bill, it was a it was a sweet conversation, and I was like, you, you should. I gave him love wins. I mm-hmm. sent every time I go in my Amazon address book, I, I see Bill's address, and I'm like, oh yeah, I sent Bill Burr love wins, mm-hmm. and then I followed up with him, and I probably told this story before, but I was like, what did you think? This Rob wrote this book 
that really I highly recommend that salved and and basically rescued me mm. from all of this like hell anxiety that I had grown up with. Mm. So I've given that book away probably more than any other book. Mm. And I gave it to Bill in hopes that that he would enjoy it. And I was like, what did you think? And he was like, yeah, it's fine. It's just some guy. I couldn't stop thinking. It's just some guy. Wow. And I was like, yeah. Wow. And it's just some guy who told us this other stuff. Yes. Like, what I'm saying is like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yes. It's, it's, or if I say Richard Rohr and people are like, the Catholic Church. And I'm like, I know. I know. But all of this Private planes, just... jet-fueled blood of innocent people, uh, sex... Like, I'm saying... Yes. Yeah. And this part is good. Here's yeah. some good here's some good flowers growing in shit. Well, I'm not saying there's not shit. Yeah. I'm saying yes, he's just a guy. Yeah. But but just pick the flowers and wipe it off. <laughs> yes. I I really you're also helping me remember or helping me think and I'm losing it as I go. Wow, my brain is just a fart. I'm telling you guys, this is now, we're having a Joe Rogan experience because we are not so sure about this fact. That is not I am true. On, I'm on no the way. record saying we are do not. Know. I'm just do kidding. Not. I'm really, glad we got it. Uh, it was and, the right thing And a lot of people we know that it. got it felt, we felt stoned. Yeah. I think they put a little bit of that icky sticky in oh, there. I said, I'm sorry, I feel is like... Snoop Dogg on the CDC? Is it the CDC? Yeah. Yeah, I got is it. it. Is it the CDC? I think that... Is the C, is it chronic, doobie, chronic? <laughs> cannabis, doobie, chronic? Is that what the CDC is? Because there was chronic a little doobie bit cannabis. the THC in there, I believe. Well, there's CBD, CBG, and now CDC. <laughs> You are a true talent. Um, I I did say, I was like, what if they put some like Zoloft into this booster? Because the first 24 hours, even the first 48 hours, I was like, I have no anxiety in my body. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Amazing. Actually, I mean, of course, I'm kidding. We got the boosty. I think once you get the boosty, you're allowed to be like, I don't know about this stuff. <laughs> no, I don't think no, so. No, you're right. You're I right. Really, I, 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 think I mean, that... you're allowed to make that joke. I was joking. I mean, Oh, my God. I'm panicking. You're allowed to do whatever you want. Here's what I'm going to say about this. So glad we got the booster. We we had to get the booster. I'm so glad I'm I got gonna the booster. I'm not going to walk around like basically not vaccinated. So we're getting the, we got the booster. There's the, we got right the boosties and we're glad. And, and I I'm also, saying it made us foggy and I'm saying it was actually kind of pleasant. Yes. And I also remembered today as it was the fourth day and I was feeling still like I had a headache and some symptoms and I was like, Oh God, everything I'm reading is like two to three days and it shouldn't last longer than that. And I'm and I was like, oh yeah, for a week or two after I got the first, the second dose of the vaccine, I was pretty anxious that like, oh my god, how is my body going to react to this? Yeah. Is there going to be some after effects or whatever? So the af- the real after effect that gets to me is the anxiety that there's going to be an after effect. Well, yes, but also what it made me realize is you and I are highly sensitive people. Based that's what I was going to say. Story. And Listen so, to me go on for 20 minutes about a casual conversation yeah. that the other two people in it aren't aware was stressful. <laughs> yes. So even though it wasn't that bad, it was way easier than the first, the second dose. Uh, I felt better yesterday and I just woke up this morning with a headache and could be completely unrelated. Yeah. But because I'm a highly sensitive person and so are you, 
We are constantly checking in with our bodies, noticing if anything is like slightly off. And I don't think most of the people who are reporting oh, no. that it's only two to three if, days after. If the are... study was a corral of Pete and Val's, that'd be <laughs> yeah. like, the symptoms seem to fade in and out for six weeks. <laughs> like, it had been nine days since my booster. And I just sort of felt like... Who cares that it's sunny? Like, I never say that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was that. exactly it. I was having like, I was thinking a lot about the past and I think that's the booster, <laughs> you know, like Val. we're just, we're just that way. So yes. anybody listening who's like afraid to get the booster, just know that we are the most sensitive people I'm gonna, and it, it really wasn't that bad. I'm going to Google uh, also, Ryan G- Gosling vaccinated. Why? Because I want to know if Ryan Gosling is vaccinated. <laughs> Can we find out? I would. I would, I would Ryan inject- Gosling on Twitter. Love this already. Here we go. Here we go. I would inject. That's oh, no. some fucking dumb fake guy. You can't have that name. Oh, man. That's, you can't have that name. Anyway. Um, okay. But I wanted to make one more point. Ooh, Ryan Reynolds got it. All of that. What was That's it? sort of a Ryan Gosling. The man, I knew I lost it, and I was really excited to make. The We're point. sensitive people. No, no, it was before, it was back to the arguments, and the, the labyrinth. The wall comes up. You at the end of it, it wasn't even about winning. There's no feminine energy, just hard yeah, fucking. Oh, oh, the thing about like love wins. It's just a guy. It's just some guy. Yeah. Which, um, by the way, is the ultimate one of those. It was yeah. just some dude. Yeah. That is the ultimate. It's like because you're just global warming. Yeah, just, I'm not saying Bill would say that. I'm just yeah. saying like it is sort of like this ultimate. It's like you can say that about anything. Yeah, but that guy takes shits every day. Yeah, I'm going to listen to this. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Okay, so I think that the people who are this way, and maybe there are some of you listening, um, but like people who who tend to enjoy that, I think what they would say about people like you and I is. Well, you're just surrounding yourself with people who agree with you, so you'll never change or grow because you're never being challenged. And I labored under that belief for a long time because I was like, I guess that's true. Like, I just feel uncomfortable because I'm being challenged at every turn. (laughs) And like, but that's how I grow. But I, that is absolutely not how I grow. First of all, no, I'm, I'm. It's, it's more like Moana. It's like if she had been like, if the, if, if you've seen Moana, Taka is the volcano monster. I know, and she, <laughs> and she, like lovingly reminds Taka that that's not who she is, and gives her her heart back, and then yes. she becomes Tafiti. That's how I grow. That's how you grow. I need some grow. sunlight. I need some water. And I, I need, need some lo- space. I need, and I need like some a quiet. loving reminder of like. Yes. That, I don't think that. That doesn't sound like you. That's yeah. not. That doesn't feel like your truest. Like that seems like maybe your little self. A, a friend just did it. My friend Scott. I was saying something about um, being af- oh, afraid of my own anger. And he like really lovingly, gently was like, well, you're, that's your little self is afraid of anger. It's not you, you know, Mm. it's like, that's what, that's the kind of thing that will help me grow and look is if I feel so safe and so not criticized and don't have to get instantly defensive, which is closing off all of my receptors because then I'm just like literally putting up a shield, literally. Um, and then the other thing about it is, 
ah, don't lose it. <laughs> so it's it's got to be loving. Oh, we're we're talking about the like belief of if you if you're with people who always agree with you, you'll never be challenged. Oh, that's just my thoughts. That's just my thoughts. The thing about people like us is we don't put as much stock in our thoughts. And I don't defend my thoughts like it's my own jugular vein. Yeah. So it matters to those types of people that like the type of thoughts that you have and how true your inaccurate your thoughts are. But to us, we're like, okay, I'll lose it. I don't care. This is just my thoughts. I really try not to like give them very much authority. <laughs> I, I, and that's why I go back to, that's an Eckhart Tolle thing. It's like when you're, uh, and again, I'm not saying anybody that we've discussed or alluded to in this podcast is doing this. I'm just saying I definitely know people in my family that associate so hard with their brains and their brain identities that their thoughts are them. Yeah. Are them. Yeah. And that's why I joke with my parents. It's always declarative statements. Michael Jackson, he was the greatest of all time or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. And then if you you do go... Uh, this is actually apropos. My my dad did say Jack, Michael Jackson was the greatest of all time, or something like that, or somebody said something like that. And then not me because I I'm not I'm not throwing cobras <laughs> into somebody's <laughs> into birthday party bag. into a sleeping bag. <laughs> but somebody was like, "Well, you know, not a good dude." Did you see that documentary? Mm. So now what we have is a bolstered position, mm. and that's how mine started. The Beyond Meat Leonardo DiCaprio thing came off of a discussion of. Uh, where your favorite steak is from, which I was like, mine was Peter Luger. I, I remember where I had great steak, and, yeah. and I think maybe even you and I enjoyed a great steak at some point. Maybe, yeah. During crashing, maybe? We used to, no. we used to eat not, dur- not, not during crashing, but during before the Pete Holmes show. During the Pete Holmes show, yes. So uh, I had steak and loved it and remembered it, and I'm, you know, uh, participating. Then the, this person starts talking about steak. That person talking about hamburger. We're, we're all just talking about our favorite meats. Then somebody sidebar is, is asking me about not eating meat. Then we get to the the Leonardo DiCaprio thing mm-hmm. and the environment. And I always start with my not eating meat thing by being like, I did it first and foremost because it just made me feel good. Like, yeah. and that's why I still sometimes eat fish. I'm a Baltic person. Yeah. We we rock pretty good with fish. Mm-hmm. And my joke is, I don't really feel this, but I joke about it. I don't care as much about the plight of fish. Yeah. Uh, it's it's sort of true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my bet. I haven't done it in so long. I was like, we evolved. We grew legs and got out of there. These fucking dumbasses are still back in the sea. <laughs> Go back and get some. Funny bit. I don't mean it entirely. They, uh, whatever. Um, so I was going to say, they have a right to live, um, uh, which they do. Uh, listen. I'm panicking. Um, <laughs> so anyway, what I'm saying is my dad said Michael Jackson's the greatest of all time. Someone else brings in the sexual misconduct uh, allegations. But now it's loaded. Mm-hmm. You said you can't just go, well, th- I don't know about that. I, I, I wasn't thinking about the person. I was just thinking about the music. I mean, you could. You can. And that would be amazing. That would be great. And if that <laughs> happened, I would go, it's my birthday and it's New Year's Eve and Christmas all at once. <laughs> yes. Because that's the level of subtlety I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And the and the uh, malleability, the permeability, the mm-hmm. flow, mm-hmm. the presence. And the feminine dis- words. And the feminine. And the dissociation with your thought. Oh, I yeah, I was just saying Thriller is a great record. And yeah. it is. Now you're adding this other element. To be honest, I don't even know what to say now because yes. I don't know what happened. 
But because you said Michael Jackson is the greatest, then someone says, what about the rape charges? Now you have to go, I don't think those rapes uh, happened. Oh, you know God, what I mean? yeah. And I don't even think that's what my dad said, but there was yeah, like stuff like that happening. Mm-hmm. Put your Apollo on. Sorry, do it. Sorry. Do it. And when you do it, let me see you do it. I'm going to do mine. Mine's on clear and focused. I got to get mine on clear and focused. I will say. But it, but the, the yeah, one that we were saying about Leonardo DiCaprio we're talking about beef and how and eating beef is like the favorite thing. And then I'm talking about how the environmental impact of that. And and honestly, just for me, not everybody has to be like me. 100% true. My favorite position is like, I know it's fucked up. It's it's not easy. Yeah. It's not. It, it's like I love it, and I wish what you said wasn't true. Because yeah. that's really heavy, man. I don't even know what to do with what you just said. Right. But like. This and is happening. But because you want to keep eating the beef, you go, fuck you, private. And again, I'm not saying that's what that person's doing, but I've seen it di- where you staple an amendment to I like Michael Jackson or I like beef. And now you have to fight for both of them well, to save each of them. And, and, that's, I, and that's why Richard's thing about third way. It's just like, yeah, it's both. Yeah. And Richard's not a vegetarian. I know he could do a, a, a nuanced and beautiful Easy, breezy, flowy, feminine, all-inclusive thing. What were you trying? I'm sorry. No. I Yeah. I mean, that actually really does make it so much clearer, too, when you bring that up of how it started. Because it seems likely that this person, as most people do when vegans bring up why they're vegan, when you're talking about how much you love a hamburger, felt personally attacked by that for sure so took but they took it personally because again like you're saying they are completely associated with their thoughts and opinions and therefore assuming i am too and assuming that i therefore i now have the moral high ground yeah and i'm threat like none of this is true by the way and i don't even know that's how they felt which is why by the way just to jump to the conclusion i think i'm gonna just just stop saying i'm a vegan yeah and just be like I I eat mostly plants. I'm sometimes pescatarian. Yeah. That's way better. I think that. And just and you know what? When it starts, just back away. Just be like, this doesn't work. This yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. If there's another vegan, we can talk about fucking seitan and tofu and shit. But like, yeah. most people, it's not going to do much. This is a line that I've found. I've I rarely forget to use, but or I I do forget to use. I rarely use it. Um, but I said it once, and I was like, that's my line. Is I, yeah, there's just kind of nothing more personal than what you eat. Yes. So I just try to like... I love that. Yeah, there's I love, nothing more personal. Because nothing, as we know, long-time listeners know, nothing makes me sadder or opens up my heart of compassion is another way to put it. Meaning it's a vulnerability. It's not like a sadness. It's yes. a vulnerability. You it's a compassion yeah. than thinking about people eating. Yeah. And I know I've said this before, but specifically soup and blowing on it. It's yeah. too hot. <laughs> yeah. I can't put it in my mouth. It's too hot. Yeah. Eating is so vulnerable. Yes. Dogs look at you when they're eating because they're saying like, will you please keep a lookout for predators because I'm eating? Mm-hmm. It's like shitting but reverse, but it's still vulnerable. Because yeah. like shitting is also like, will you please look out for predators? Eating is, will you please look out for predators? It's the definition of um, needy. I need this. Yeah. I need, it's it's sort of sad. <laughs> it's this reminder of, of death. I need to eat this mm. or I'll die. That's it's true. It's very it's- fragile. 
It is very fragile. I could see it as being a reminder of death. I also think it's like abundance and a reminder of life. Now, too. in the shower this morning, I was singing, Food glorious food. <laughs> in the shower this morning. Because I was just so happy. I've been cold plunging, y'all. Guys... I oh, mean, guys. if we can pivot, this will just go ahead and take us to the end of the this pod will. <laughs> but I mean, like, I'm not going to go on and on and on. I want to talk about two things. One, tooth I, things, tooth <laughs> things, tooth things. Yeah. I want to talk about dental hygiene. <laughs> One, I hurt the back of my knee, uh, doing my little runs on the treadmill, little runs. And then I was like, I'm only doing a little run. I'm going to just keep running through it. And then I'm like, shit, I shouldn't have done that. And now I've been off running for like, I don't know, five days or something. Mm. And I'm like, oh, this is what happens. Yeah. It's not going to happen. It's one of the reasons I want to talk about it Mm -hmm. is I'm like, this is what happens. You rest up a wounded knee Mm -hmm. for a week, 10 days, Mm -hmm. then you just never go back. Mm -hmm. So I I, I feel that temptation. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, in lieu of running, I, I bought a uh, cold plunge because I didn't want to do it with ice. It takes a lot of ice to get your bathtub cold enough, and we don't have enough ice. Or we don't have like a big-ass fridge or anything that could do that. So anyway, all I want to say, cut to the conclusion, is the the high you get from running, I'm going to say times five? Is a cold plunge, mm-hmm. and I'm loving it so much. Yeah, I've worked my way down to about 47 degrees. That's insane. And I do it for about three to five minutes, Ugh. and I fucking love it. And it gets easier the longer I do it. And it's not. I think this is important to say because you've done it a couple times. It's actually it actually is more feminine. Then you might think you don't go in going like, tame your inner bitch. Yeah. There might be a little of like, don't be afraid. You're stronger than the cold. There might be things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's reverse psychology. I, when I get in, I go, this is the best part of my day. I love this. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, your body goes into like shock mm-hmm. and you have to go like, this is the worst part. But then, and I got it from Wim Hof. Obviously I love Wim Hof. And he was obviously because I'm a middle-aged white man. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, can we just all consider? Like, we are what we are. We are what you and are. And you didn't. Are. You didn't even design what you are. Yeah. And there's a beautiful surrender to that. Oh yeah. And just be like, yeah, you could probably look at me and my lifestyle and what I'm about and be like, I bet he's into Wim Hof. Yeah. Yes, I am. And it's also kind of nice for me that. Like it's a tribe. Yeah, it just makes you feel not alone. You're like, all right, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I got a lot of people like me. <laughs> That's right. Well, there aren't a lot like me. If you watch Wim Hof videos, it's a lot of like black belts and and Marines, yeah. and there are a lot of tough guys. And and the re- this is what I thought made this point worth mentioning is it's the tough guys that in their ice bath videos are like it's not about tensing up and gritting your way through it. Yeah. He's one of them was like, it's actually women that have given birth that do better mm. in cold plunges than, than the tough guys that think they can like sort of get so mad in there that they get hot mm. like the Hulk. Mm. And that I found is what I really love about it is that you get in and you're forced to meditate. 
You have to meditate. Yeah. That's what Wim Hof says. He calls it pure meditation mm-hmm. because if you don't, mm-hmm. it won't work. Yeah. Like you can't do it yeah. unless you live 100%, just like you going into labor, mm-hmm. just this breath, mm-hmm. just this contraction. Now, just this breath. Mm-hmm. If you start thinking like how long, I, I'm, I don't mean to speak for you, but like it seemed like our strategy as a couple going through childbirth was like, just this moment. Yeah. If you think when's the baby coming when it's over, and that's in a tiny, tiny way. And maybe Freud would say that, that this is all pouch envy and men burying themselves and beating each other up is all just looking for the real sensation of being alive that women often get, not exclusively, but can often get through having children. Mm-hmm. Uh, not exclusively. I want mm-hmm. to be very clear. Yeah. Uh, I just mean in our case, that was a very profound experience for you. Yeah. And here I am jumping into cold water with a lot more urgency than you have. Yeah. But I love that it's surrender. And for all the meditating that I do where I'm just like, <sighs> if you don't do that, you'll go into like pain. Like you'll yeah. go, your body will hurt you. So yeah. it's like meditating by gunpoint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. I, um, you just reminded me that I remember this distinct moment, like probably halfway through my 58 hours of labor. <laughs> no, no, um, hold on. Can you edit that out, Katie? I just want to talk a little bit more about my 47 degree bath. <laughs> No. My well, three minutes in 47 degree bath. I've done the, that cold plunge twice. I, it is really hard for me to do. I so Can I I'm interject impressed. real quick? Will yeah. you remember what you're going to say? Yes. Here is a really interesting phenomenon. I'm so excited to tell you this. This is what I would say to you if we were just on a date. And I'm really excited. It's part of the show. Uh, when I get in the water, 40, so it's 47, 47, 48, 49 degrees. I put my foot in and I swear to you, it's not that cold. It's, it's, it's a hundred percent mental couple, couple warm up breaths, all that sort of stuff. And I get in. And the first thing I think is that's not that cold. It's like a trick. Yeah. You get in it and you go, it's not that cold. It's not that bad. It's just water. It's fine. I'm stronger than this. And then you get through it. Yeah. Then we crank it up to 60 Mm -hmm. for crank it. We put it up to 60, still very cold. Yeah. Now you're getting in. Yeah. And I love you <laughs> so much. Yeah. You get in. I put my hand in mm-hmm. to see before you get in. And I swear it's the most painful water I've ever felt because I'm now <laughs> oh, thinking, isn't that a, it's a crazy really phenomenon yes. in how the mind works. Yeah. When it's me, mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck this shit. I can do it because I want to do it. Yeah. When it's you, I go, oh no, I had to keep it to myself. I was, I, my first thought was the thermostat is broken. This is like 30 degrees Yeah. because I... It would be the same. Obviously, Leela doesn't cold plunge, but if Leela were to get in, yeah. when when it's someone else, yeah. it actually felt more, more painful, cold. more cold. Yeah. It's all the brain. Yeah. The brain goes, this isn't good for Valerie. Valerie should get in a hot tub, but it's good for Pete because Pete knows. And this is one other thing I meant to mention. It gets you high for about six hours. Yeah. Six hours of a dopamine high. Well, the first time I did it, I was coming from the sauna and it was easier. Like it was, it was... I was able to stabilize my breath. The second time I did it, which is the time you're referring to, 
I couldn't, I was like, this is crazy. I cannot stop shivering. I, like, and I'm trying to like open and all and surrender and all the things I learned from labor. And I was like, I, I, I eventually had to open and accept that I was just going to shiver through the entire thing. Cause I couldn't stop it. The crazy thing is, and I want to get you back to your 58 hour labor. That's what you're going to talk about. Yes. But the crazy thing is. When I started, I started at 58 mm-hmm. and I got in and I shook, I convulsed. Yeah. That I, like if I had loosened my jaw, my teeth would have been chattering. That's what it was for me. Yeah. And then the next day, 58 again, didn't shiver. Yeah. So it's crazy that your, your brain, the first time it has no reference for you electing to go into cold water. Yeah. And then the second day, that's all it takes. It goes... He's doing that fucking, well, look at him. He's a middle-aged white guy. He's probably into Wim Hof. Like, it <laughs> figures it knows. out very quickly. Yeah. I mean, the body was watching all those YouTube videos with me. That's true. So sure. it, yeah, but, I love and but speaking of which, the videos do help. You get in and you go, that guy did it. It's yeah. all of this weird. And that feels masculine to me. Yes. Like, oh, that, that was the other we thing. We were talking about that. Yeah. On that set, I was talking about, yep. I was talking to Katie and one of the uh, day players, his name was Will. And Will does ICs too, cold plunges. Ices. He calls them ICs. He does? Yeah. And he was like, oh, you taking IC this morning? And I was like, yeah. And I, I was like, yeah. He was like, how long were you in there? And I said 10 minutes, which was true. Mm-hmm. And he goes, how? And Katie Lowe's was like, oh my God. I was like, yeah. and then Will goes, what am I, a lunatic telling this story? <laughs> then Will goes, he goes, how cold was it? And I go, it was um, 58 degrees. And he goes, oh, well, that's why you're getting in for 10 minutes. He's like, you got to drop that to 47. Wow. And he did it. He didn't do it to be mean, yeah. but he did it in front of several women. Mm-hmm. So this was like basic, primal, evolutionary, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Lizard brain. I was like, another male just said that I'm not shit mm-hmm. in front of women. Yeah. I'm not proud of any of this, by the way. I'm just like, no, this I... is why they have cheerleaders at basketball games. Like, there's yeah. this weird, like, oh, I see. And the next morning, I put it to 47. Mm-hmm. And again, not proud. Just is what it is. Already planning on next time I saw Will being like, dropped it to 47. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's just what it is. I mean, I can't. I, I can't. I'm human. I think I'm human, Deborah. I'm human. That's what we kind of uncovered is I was like, I don't have that part of me that's like, like, I don't have that element to doing a cold plunge where I'm like, I want to like, there's like a competitive, kind of competitive piece missing. Um, And it's the same thing that makes me very fired up when we play board games and very fired up when I'm doing stand-up. Like I want to do better than everyone else i don't always do i, I don't often do yeah. but i want to yeah and that that's I have a, a little weird bit of part that of if i'm doing like karaoke with certain people like i know that feeling i just don't have it with the cold plunge uh and i wish i did because it's like you're using that fuel for something good and you said when you got out you felt really good i remember and you went i wish it didn't feel good that's what i thought i really was like man because while i was in it i was like yeah this just isn't for me and that's okay and then I got out and I felt amazing. And I always get, I, I feel so alive, like in my head. <laughs> That's exactly what it feels like. Um, uh, but it is, yeah, it is, it's, it's hard. I, it's definitely not harder than labor. No, nothing is. 
But what I will say is with labor, I had the benefit of um, not having a choice. <laughs> and I yeah. think that really helps. Yeah. The other thing is you it's contractions. So you get you just try to get through a contraction and then you do get a moment of relief. Yeah. It's not like steady on. Um, and I, my body was made to do it. And I had the story of like, I am a woman. I am doing the strongest thing people can do. Yeah. So it was all like working. But then also staying in the moment and was that's, helpful. That's, thank you for reminding me what I was initially going to say. I remember one of the coolest moments of being in labor was like halfway through I think I was sitting on the toilet and you were like sitting right next to me and we had candles in the bathroom and and I remember going trying to communicate to you something that I couldn't really fully put into words but what I was basically trying to communicate was wait I've had a lot of these because I was so living one contraction to yeah. the next like it truly was the only thing that existed was one contraction yeah and then it was like a moment where i kind of zoomed out and was like wait a minute i keep doing this this is a lot of things as soon as was, you add the story then you're suffering yeah but it was and it was weird like it it wasn't in that moment i wasn't suffering because i was I, there was it was a break moment um, but it felt very like disorienting where I was like, oh, there I am. Like I, I was like, I was in an egoless body space. And for a moment I remembered my ego and, and the whole thing. And I was like, this is wild. Oh, I'm doing labor. Oh, like, and I've had a moment the first time we did mushrooms where I was in that egoless space. And then I had a, a vision of like, myself it sounds scarier than it was i wasn't afraid it was like myself shaking myself going you're valerie you took a drug that's what's happening and i was like oh right so it was that kind of thing where i i was like in an egoless body warrior state mm. <laughs> and then it was like oh wait a minute i've had this keeps happening that's right. I'm having a baby. Okay, that's what's going on. That's it, so fascinating. And then I slipped back into just one contraction at a time. But okay, this is going to sound silly, but the the similarity between the the cold water, I know, mm -hmm. and that is that it. And I know we already said it. If you think of it as three minutes, which is all I'll do in the tub now, three to five, or in your case, fifty eight hours, <laughs> yeah. you won't be able to do it. Yeah. So your body, yeah literally forced you into a state yes. of meditation. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is one of the great things is like, it's called Satori. Like I, that might've not been a classic Satori, mm -hmm. but Satori is a Buddhist term for like a momentary and spontaneous, uh, burst of mini enlightenment. Mm -hmm. Like you could just be in the woods and for one moment time stops existing. You stop thinking about who you are mm -hmm. and you're just in the woods mm -hmm. and you're, you're not even in the woods. You're just, Ah, and it and it's powerful because it reminds you of the way. But there are certain times that the body goes, especially when you have to do it. Yeah. If we don't go into this place, mm -hmm. the suffering will be too much. So we're going to go into that place. Yeah. We're going to keep pushing ourselves to that place. And the water, you elect it. I do think Freud is onto something that men are trying to catch up to women. Women with menstruation, 
women with childbirth. Mm. Uh, I, again, I certainly not an expert here, but I'm just saying like with all of the like punching each other, yeah. jumping in water. Well, it's bringing you into your bodies. Like we, and also bringing, we now have that's a monthly, so right. we have the monthly version and women still, and I have in my life too, and still do, um, dissociate during menstruating too. But every menstruation is an opportunity to be like, remember your body. I'm like a mini labor being like, I'm your body is like, don't, you can't forget I'm here because you have all of these ailments. (laughs) So like you're being put, your awareness is being put into your body. If you are able to, and, and do like take it as an opportunity to nurture your body, then you're just having at least a month where you are uh, once a month where you are in your body and being reminded of your body every month. That's right. And so, yeah, ice baths or uh, never uh, more in my body punching. Yeah. It's one of my favorite. That's you'd think you'd be numb, but I actually feel, and I'll do body scans in it. Yeah. It's the most embodied, of course, more dudes like it Mm. because there's that disconnect Mm. and even more than like, Running, I wouldn't say I'm in my body. I'm actually pretty in my head when I'm running because mm. you're trying to. I don't want to think about it because I don't like it. Yeah. But then in the ice bath, you're trying to like, I don't know. You're self soothing through your body. Yeah, it's and then weird. the feeling afterwards is very, very embodied because oh. you feel like oh. the aliveness in your whole body. Taking a hot shower after a cold bath is yeah. maybe the best thing there is well it's like Eckhart Tolle being like feel the aliveness in your body like your inner body you can really feel the aliveness in in every part of your body afterwards yeah and you know what I've just recently realized you can also do that when you feel anxiety because you're getting adrenaline when you have anxiety that's like a really easy time to be like wow I really feel aliveness coursing through my whole body free cocaine Free cocaine. Free cocaine. That's what <laughs> Melanie and I used to call it. Anxiety is free cocaine. That's cute. Or is it? <laughs> yeah, I just, I just realized because of his addiction problems, maybe that's not a great quote to attribute. To, uh, <laughs> but I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just acknowledging. See, yeah. this goes back to our thing. Oh, right. I wasn't thinking that when I said it. I don't really know how to feel right now. Yeah. But that is what we used to call anxiety. Yeah. Uh, and, and what I was It's thinking, energy. It's energy, I think, is what yeah. we're saying. And what I was saying is cute is your friendship. <laughs> Deal. Deal. Um, um, we got to go. We got to go. I think we really pulled through this with our old foggy noodles. I am so full. Uh, this is not a plug. Alpha brain... <laughs> Uh, and and my Apollo on um, Rebuild and Recover and Alpha Brain all day. I just I've been filled up with it and and it made a huge difference. I chugged. Uh, I love love Alpha Brain. It's also been helping me this time around. I chugged Magic Mind. Oh, I'm taking that too. Yeah, and Magic Mind is incredible. Yeah, and, I, and we're running out. So I just overnighted. 60 bottles of that shit because I love it so much. Yeah, running out meaning we have one full box left. We don't. Yeah, we do. We do? Uh-huh. That's very good news. <laughs> I, I feel so alive for the very first time. I can't deny it. I feel so alive. <laughs> oh, my God. Do we have a poem? No. <laughs> I... We don't have to do poems. I love doing poems. It's not like we get network notes 
Where I've, was the poem? <laughs> I've been a foggy froggy, so I just didn't Look, have Look, we're foggy to... froggies. Here's a poem. Moderna vaccine, we're grateful for you. But why do you make me feel so foggy, you fool? <laughs> I couldn't think. I couldn't think right. Oh, man. Is it going to be this way tomorrow night? <laughs> <laughs> Pfizer? Moderna? Johnson and John? <laughs> All of these symptoms. When will they be gone? I'm out of here. <laughs> the oh only good God. part of that poem was Johnson and John. Johnson and John. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Um, love you. Love Bye. you. Keep it crispy. 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 I'm so crispy. My ice cream make you want to get me. I'm so crispy. I'm so crispy.